Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, I am going to talk about lucid dreaming techniques. And this is the follow-up to last week's episode, so if you didn't tune in last week, uh, please listen to last week's episode before walking into this one because it's going to build up on each other and if you didn't listen to last week's episode this is just going to be kind of uh, a big step to take. So what I'm going to do today is to tie everything a little bit tighter together, give you a couple of more techniques and walk them through with you and you will also find additional material on Facebook and Instagram where you will get a little bit of advice when it comes to implementing these techniques. You will also find affirmations to get you inspired, which ones may suit you best. And I definitely want to encourage you to hit the pause button if you're not already following us. Hit the pause button, search for Sleep Trust and follow us on Facebook and or Instagram. I also quite frequently forget to remind you to check out the sleeptrust.eu website there are the show notes to all podcasts and you often get additional material for free that you can download. So last week's episode, we had a dream plan. I'm going to link it up to this week's episode too, a dream plan template that you can print and use to create your dream plans. So if you didn't download it already, then check it out, download it. And this is certainly going to be helpful if you want to create your dream plan to at least get started. And everything that you are going to hear from me here today and that you heard in last week's episode is highly inspired by the Tibetan Buddhism thing called dream yoga. The Tibetan Buddhisms believe that if you are able to live awakened, live aware, be conscious, which includes your dreams. So being conscious and lucid in your dreams, being aware that you're dreaming when you're dreaming, will eventually lead to the skill, ability, the enlightenment, and enlightenment that you are able to die consciously. So I don't really care if you believe that it is important to die consciously or that this even works. But what I do care about is that you give this technique a chance because it will definitely have the ability to help you cope with nightmares, so let you sleep better and it will definitely help you to test and experience things that will just make you feel better in your awakened state of life. And that's what it's all about. You know, sleeping is not about this, uh, about sleeping for the sake of sleeping, but it's about to be able to live a good, fulfilled, healthy uh, and a calm life in at daytime, basically, or whenever you are awake. I don't uh, even care about that. But you should feel good and sleep is just a tremendously big key uh, to achieve this, to achieving this goal. So let's start up to tie all of this together to give you a package to work with. In last week's episode, uh, we went through the necessity of keeping a dream diary, dream journal, writing down your dreams on a daily basis. So assuming that you did that or are going to do that, have a look at your dream journal and Go through every dream you wrote down and try to find similarities in the structure. Try to get more familiar with your dreams and look out for dream signs. 
Um, a dream sign would typically be something that would show up in your dreams but would never show up in reality. Uh, let's say somebody passed away a couple of years ago and you see this person in your dream, you know that this is a dream sign because it's impossible to meet this person in real life. Other things could be uh, talking animals or other crazy stuff that show up in your dreams but you know that they're not realistic so they wouldn't appear in your uh, awakened state of uh, mind. And getting familiar with these structures, these dream signs, will improve your ability to notice that you're dreaming when you're dreaming. So this would be the hook. But to be able to use the hook, you have to have trained the three-step process that we went through in last week too, acknowledging the wildness. So you would say, oh, this person is dead. This is wired. Point number two, you would ask yourself the question, am I dreaming? And of course, after that, point number three, you would do the reality check. So you have to train this at daytime to be able to execute on this in your dreams because it has to be processed unconsciously. And that way kind of you slip into consciousness and things start to get lucid. And last week I told you about one technique to get kind of that reality check done, which is part three of the three-step process. So the one thing is to open your hand, have a look at your hand, kind of make a fist and flip it around and open it quickly and flip it around again. Have a look at your hand, count your five fingers and try to pull off your finger. So what could happen, dreams tend to mix stuff up is that you end up having six fingers, your fingers are getting longer, you could end up having uh, four fingers or three, you could also end up pulling off one of your fingers, any stuff like that that happens is a clear indicator that you're dreaming and that will kind of trigger the lucidity. There are also other techniques that you can use uh, I'll walk you through one or two additional ones because you know not everybody wants to use the hand thing. You could look at a clock, a watch, something like that. And then you turn your head away and turn back and have a look at it again. And what can happen if you're dreaming is that the time kind of jumps. So let's say first time you looked at your watch, it would be 12, 12 o'clock. The next time you have a look at it, it's five past 12 or five o'clock or you know any other kind of time that you know that is unrealistic. I also read of people who said that the second time they looked at their watch the numbers were gone and there were only symbols on there or uh, people that looked at a digital watch and had times that are uh, not uh, not really uh, real uh, usable times like you know uh, having 32 hours and 22 minutes, that's not a valid timestamp. Uh, stuff like that can happen and you will be aware that you're dreaming then. Uh, and another uh, technique to give you a third one because all good things are three, is a reading text. So if you are able to read something in your dreams and you kind of put your head away, put your head back again, the text is very uh, uh, high likely will, will change what you can read. So, um, Letters can end up being scrambled up, uh, the font could change, uh, all sorts of stuff could happen. But if you do not see the same text again, that's a clear sign that you're dreaming too and can be a trigger to go into lucidity. The next thing that you want to have in place is a dream plan. 
Uh, we went through that in last week's episode and you can download a free template at sleeptrust.eu. Didn't forget it this time. So go, go out and download it. Uh, a dream plan basically sets you up for what your intention is to do with this lucid dream. And this is kind of the motivation to jump into a scenario. It's important that you create something like that before you start to go lucid or at least, you know, figure stuff like that out in your head because when you're dreaming it's you're kind of in this unconscious state and everything that you predefined before you went lucid will help you to reach that goal and prepare you to drop into the the scenario that you want to have so create your dream plan before you start all of this and that way when you walk through the three three step process and you recognize you're dreaming the next step will be to jump into your dream plan right away so the next and last step that we're gonna walk through today is the affirmation part. When you go to bed, you wanna be prepared and prepare your unconscious uh, for your wish to go lucid. So you're gonna pick an affirmation that suits you best. And this could be something, I'm just gonna throw out one, two, three examples um, to inspire you. And you can check out Facebook and Instagram. There are gonna be different kinds of affirmations that you can use to get inspired or just use them one-on-one. -on -one. So check that out. But we're gonna walk through one or two here to give you a feeling of what I mean. So I'll start with one that Charlie uses. And you can't go wrong with things that Charlie uses. So next time I'm dreaming, I know that I'm dreaming. You would lay down, get into a quiet and relaxed state of mind. I'm always a friend of, you know, having two or three or four deep breaths in and out so you kind of get in this mental state of getting calm and relaxed and laying out the foundation for this affirmation to really sink down into your unconscious and to be there when you need it after you did that a couple of times you would repeat next time i'm dreaming i know that i'm dreaming next time i'm dreaming I know that I'm dreaming. And maybe you would even, or I do it this way, kind of hook it up to my breath. So I would breathe in. And then I would say in my mind, next time I'm dreaming, I know that I'm dreaming. Breathe in again. And then you would say the next affirmation. And according to uh, Charlie, and we're talking about dream yoga, you would repeat this 21 times because the 21 is a number that is important to the Buddhists. Uh, you could ask me why, but I couldn't answer. So stick to the 21. And if you need a couple of more, a couple less, that's fine too. But 21 is the, the number the Buddhists would, would use here. And you could also, you know, uh, take something else like I am a warrior of the dream state. I stay lucid and conscious uh, in dream state, something like that. Uh, this is, by the way, something that the ancient Mexicans used as an affirmation to go into lucid dreaming. So it's not only a Buddhist thing. Uh, many different cultures are familiar with lucid dreaming and use this technique to uh, gain their, you know, I, I'm just going to call it enlightenment or awakened state to, to grow as a person um, and if this is good for all those cultures it's good for you and me too 
and I am highly convinced that this tool can really help you to step level up your, your life and of course to help you to, to have a superb sleep and get entertained about in, in sleep. It's all you know it's not all about curing insomnia and stuff like that. It is about enjoying, resting, having fun, being entertained too. I love sleep from so many aspects and I want to encourage you to you know value sleep as what it is. And with these techniques and these processes that we walked through in this week's and last week's episode, you will be able to dream lucid. But you have to put in the effort. There are people that go lucid like this. They do not have to do uh, quite a lot of work. There are natural lucid dreamers out there. And if this is you, lucky you, I'm not this guy and Charlie isn't even either. So people, most people have to put in work but it is well worth the effort. So think of doing this, not only to get rid of nightmares, but also to kind of level up your spirituality, to have fun, to just live a more fulfilled life and to experience life as a full. And this is a part of it. So you might as well take it as long as you're here. Uh, this is as at least as I, uh, how I see things. And I hope if this could inspire you to get lucid right away with the techniques we went through here, or to encourage you if you need somebody to take your hand and walk you through that to book up a retreat um, or to do anything else then I am happy. With that let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust podcast. Tibetan Buddhism's believe that if you are able to dream consciously you are able to die consciously. To do so you want to have a dream diary you want to walk through your dreams and recognize dream signs and you want to practice reality checks starting with the three-step process of acknowledging the wiredness then asking yourself the question if you are dreaming and performing the reality check to do a reality check you can use your hand you can use a clock or you could start to read text whatever you do have your dream plan in place that you want to execute on as soon as you get lucid and do your affirmations before you go to sleep. That way your unconscious will be prepared to set you up for dreaming lucid tonight. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you are going to go lucid tonight. And of course that you tune in next week when we are going to talk about the law of attraction in regards to sleep. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.